Hi, my name's Amy Nelson. I'm a Rubenstein Fellow in the Foreign Policy Program at the Brookings Institution. And I'm gonna to talk today about my work uh, on emerging technology and arms control. And specifically the, the fact that we're living in such an unusual moment, technologically speaking, and what that means for our existing arms control infrastructure. Um, in a new piece that I have out in the Nonproliferation Review, I argue that um, the current wave of innovation that we're living in or living through, which is this sort of fourth industrial uh, revolution, this uh, absolute boom time for innovation, which is emerging at a, an incredibly rapid pace, combined with the fact that a lot of these innovations and the resulting technologies are digital in nature, um, really push ups pushes up against arms control and kind of exposes the limits of what arms control can do. Um, in the piece, I talk about arms control or arms control systems as um, these um, series of agreements, organizations, and processes that are used to regulate certain types of weapons um, and why they've proven effective uh, in mitigating threats from conventional and nuclear technologies um, to, until very recently. Um, however, all of this technology innovation and digitization is actually happening against uh, the backdrop of arms control already weakened. Arms control has suffered from a spate of major violations, suspensions, and withdrawals in recent years. And so um, the encounter is one with an arms control that is, that is already weakened and some might even say eroded. Um, so it, it is, it is those elements of state behavior that have first undermined arms control. So kind of a, a step back from the arms control infrastructure that has served us well for decades. Um, but in the piece, I argue that regimes are actually now being disrupted by the rapid pace of technological change in three major ways. First, um, industrially advanced nations and aspiring ones are actually accelerating the rate of development for innovations. And new technologies are emerging too quickly for working group members. And these are the folks who um, work to maintain the list of things that arms control and export control regimes, so more broadly arms control systems, what they, they manage. So these working group members who are typically a combination of technologists and diplomats um, are, are kind of inundated with um, new technologies that are emerging at a pace that is too rapid for uh, too rapid uh, for the control list to keep current with. So the the working group members are not able to modernize control lists at a pace um, uh, that syncs up with the pace of emerging technologies. Um, second, the technologies underlying existing weapons, platforms, and systems, um, everything from the schematics for how they're made to the software that makes them run are being digitized. And newer technologies are emerging in fully digital formats that actually circumvent existing regulations or frameworks for placing regulations or putting regulations in place. And third, the combination of accelerated innovation and this digitization is actually contributing to the digital diffusion of technologies that augment the risk of proliferation at large and enable states to maintain latent military and often nuclear capabilities. Um, and what is happening is that arms control 
regimes are struggling to adapt to these technological shifts. Um, so I argue if arms control, is, which is already embattled by compliance violations and withdrawals is gonna rise and meet the moment of the challenges, challenges posed by emerging technologies, states need to actually um, do much better at mustering the political will to address these challenges and to shore up the existing non-proliferation architecture from the bottom up. Of course, there's a conversation to be had about whether or not these regimes are fit for purpose um, in today's day and age, but actually the risk of not shoring up the infrastructure that's already in place is too great. It exposes, um, it exposes the international community to, to way too much risk um, from the technologies that these regimes actually already control and control successfully. So um, in the paper, I also talk about arms control systems, and I explain how these have emerged over time as states have collectively built out regulatory regimes and modernized their list of control technologies. Um, case in point is the nuclear nonproliferation system, which has been a successful product of this iterative and cumulative process. Uh, nuclear arms control actually began with the 1968 Treaty on the Non-Proliferation of Nuclear Weapons, or NPT. And this, of course, is a multilateral treaty that works to control the spread of nuclear weapons and weapons technology, as well as promote the peaceful use of nuclear energy and advance the goal of nuclear disarmament. And then following the NPT's treaty, the NPT's entry into force, several countries with nuclear technologies then established the Zanger Committee to improve on existing nonproliferation procedures um, and, and a whole host of other technologies. So at stake really are these broader arms control systems